Well, hello and welcome back to my latest episode of my lockdown podcast. Today I am joined by a lovely lady called Sarah Shorrock, who is a professional hairdresser, and we are going to be discussing all about the hairdos and the hair don'ts of the coronavirus lockdown because people are taking to doing their own hairstyles at home because they cannot go to salons to go and get it done professionally. So Sarah will be giving us some bits of tips and advice on what to do and what not to do if you're thinking about doing your own hair at home. So stay tuned because I will be speaking to Sarah very, very soon. We are all on the verge of going absolutely stir crazy from being locked up inside with nothing much to do apart from eating, sleeping and watching Netflix. I've exhausted pretty much the entire Netflix account in my house and I'm now starting to watch things which I've already seen. Boredom is well and truly beginning to sink in but it's all still good. I'm still enjoying it the best I can even more because I get to do these little podcasts. We have just got past week number six, and that, of course, means it was clap number six. One highlight from last week, which I was absolutely hooked on, and I could not wait for 9pm to come, and that was the new version of The Chase. How amazing was that? Just the concept of it absolutely blew my mind. It was it was great. I found myself bouncing on the edge of my seat when they were getting so close to beating the chases and like that episode where there was like one second one second to spare. That for me should be that that should replace the original version of the chase. Just keep it with the chases. What a great idea. And I'm sure Lots of people out there as well feel the exact same. It's just tons better, tons better. They're actually playing for time and money. It's not just money. It's this, the whole concept is just, it's brilliant. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it on Catch Up on, on Demand Services, whatever, because you, you, know, you will not be let down. It is very, very good. And it's actually nice to see something new on the telly instead of repeat and things you've already seen and of course news coverage of of COVID-19. I'm sick of hearing about it now. I know it's going on but it's all the time. It's everything is about coronavirus and COVID-19. It makes you realise that Brexit wasn't actually so bad after all. And another thing which has happened during week number six of lockdown was Captain Tom Moore who raised millions for the NHS by walking 100 miles for his 100th birthday. Now, he he turned 100 and he topped £31 million for charity, for the NHS. Remarkable. He received thousands upon thousands of birthday cards. He received a personal greetings card from the Queen and thanks and things. He got a message from Boris Johnson. You name it, he got so much for his his birthday to say thanks and everything else. But one thing that also happened was Captain Tom was promoted to honorary colonel. So he will now and forevermore be remembered as... Colonel Tom Moore, an absolute legend who raised millions for the NHS and who without, probably things would not turn out the way they they have. So, massive well done Tom, 
thank you. And you are an absolute legend. Being stuck inside with not a great deal to do actually makes you realise just how much you miss things and you take things for granted. Little things like getting your hair cut. I, like many other people, am in desperate need of a bit of a trim on top. Now, I've had lots of different hairstyles in my life. I've had shaved head, short head, short head hair, um, long hair to the point where it was it was halfway down my bike. Uh, I've now gone back to short hair, which is currently getting longer because it needs to be cut. During this lockdown, we have seen a massive influx of people taking to their own clippers and scissors and cutting their own hair and cutting their partner's hair. Bringing back in fashion, if you want to call it fashion, the classic haircuts like the basin cut and the buzz cut. Yes, I have also had a basin cut, but I will not be going back there. I think it will be a very drastic and sad day when I have to dig out the bowl from underneath the sink, place it on my head and chop around the bottom with some with some scissors. Even daytime television has have started to cover this topic on their shows and people are sending in pictures and videos and stories of them cutting their partners and their own hair at home. You know, yes, it is something that needs to be done and yes, it can be quite funny. But I thought I'd make a little podcast about it and and have a guest who will come and have a chat with me about what it is like to be a hairdresser and just how there's there's more to it than what you actually realise. It's not as simple as getting a pair of scissors and just going hell for leather, chopping at your chopping at your hair. So Sarah, my next guest, has taken some time out from being extremely busy, not actually cutting hair because she can't, because she can't work, because she's locked down, but actually from working on her farm, which is quite amazing in itself as well. And she is in the middle of her lambing season. So, you know, she's looking after them little baby lambs. But she's took some time out to come and have a chat and give us some advice on how to cut your hair and what you should and shouldn't be doing. So hello, Sarah. Thank you very much for joining me today on my podcast. Now, I know you have taken some time out of a very busy schedule because not only are you a hairdresser, but you live on a farm and you're in the middle of your lambing season. Yep, we are that. Yes. So just before we start, how has life been affected on the farm during this lockdown? Um, On our farm, not too badly. Um, My husband's actually a contractor, so he goes out onto other people's farms to work. So he's been really, really busy. Um, But it is the start of our lambing season we lamb quite late so um yeah we've been busy waiting on these lovely little lambs to appear and we have some cows as well and we usually have pigs too but they've not arrived with the the situation because we are actually a farm that has school children visits too so um yes so it's just changed slightly this year but my husband's very very busy as all farmers are wow just a little question that has sprung to my mind about pigs because i've always always wanted a micro pig now see that's what they see that's what people have told me and it breaks my heart because i think some somewhere someone is going to say no they do exist and you can have one well but, they do oh. exist when they're babies but they're not micro pigs so. oh no that's just that, that's Sorry. just broken my heart <laughs> never mind never mind 
So you are a professional hairdresser and currently, like a lot of people, you are not able to to work. So you yep. find yourself, but luckily you can keep yourself busy because of the farm and the lambs and things. Now, surely you must have seen this sudden influx and this sudden craze and trend on social media of people cutting their own hair or their partner's hair. Yes, I have seen them trying to cut their own hair or their partner's hair, yes. Trying being the... Uh, definitive word there you know because I, i've seen lots and they are more kind of her don'ts than her do's i would say yes because everybody thinks they are a hairdresser everyone thinks they can cut hair um, i think hairdressers generally make it look easy like most people do with their own jobs um so there's a budding hairdresser in everybody that wants that thinks they can cut and color hair which to be honest if you're not trained no you can't <laughs> no, because it it isn't it isn't easy. I mean, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even attempt. I've had lots of hairstyles in in my life. I've short hair, long hair, and especially when I had long hair, I, I was really really particular who I would get to even touch it. It's, it was just because I was just so paranoid about. Well, yeah. what if you do it wrong? I'm going to have to shave it again. Yeah, you'd be scared to have it cut. Yeah, I think more people with long hair are more like that. Mm. So when when you see these posts and these videos and these pictures and things, just because there is a certain way to cut hair and and as you say people people think that they can do it and everyone's got an, got a in a in a hairdresser just how, how do they make you feel do you ever cringe at like at someone who think what, what are you doing you're, you're doing that so wrong why are you doing that well i just think the way things are at the moment and the situation it just makes me laugh because you know some people probably think especially men they've no choice they're going to have to cut their own hair or, or just let it grow and there's that many different hair types if you've got wiry thick hair that grows outwards instead of down you know you, you're not going to want to live with that so i just laugh i just find it quite amusing when my clients send me videos of that the husband's cut the hair i just say it looks great <laughs> just to be so placid and keep keep the peace yeah, yeah w- wonderful job Wonder, wonderful job wonderful yeah and i'll just pick up the pieces as and when <laughs> as and when you you wave your magic wand afterwards and uh you know yeah, i mean well, we it's, try. it's little things it's just i mean i remember like um i've got i've got i've got older brothers and when they were younger and I was a lot younger and uh, like basin cuts they were always always a thing and it's like you're seeing people now just it's it's become a bit of a a kind of trend on 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 social media just and people making a thing of sitting there with a bowl on the head and just cutting around it as if well it gives them a shape to to cut round doesn't it to stick to but it's either that or they're having the hair shaved off aren't they you know, a lot. I've seen a lot of lads have the hair shaved off completely. Yes, I, th- I think that is the, the easiest option. And if I was to do it, I, I'm not brave enough to do it. But if I was, I would go for, um, you know, the good old fashioned bu- buzz cut. Yeah, and at the end of the day, hair grows. It does. So it, it does. Grows back. You know, it's it's not really a big problem because it grows. And let's face it, we can't really go anywhere these days to go and show off a, a good hairstyle, no. bad hairstyle. So whatever, no. you know, no. desperate times and all that. Yes, definitely. So in your career, because you have been hairdressing for for quite a while, so in your career, not just the lockdown, like what has been the worst DIY haircut you have seen? Um, Not necessarily cutting-wise, but colouring. People 
go from they want to go from dark to blonde to platinum blonde you know in mm. one sitting well that is a disaster because they start bleaching the dark color out and it goes to a nice orange um, and then they land up on your doorstep saying help <laughs> so the coloring's the worst thing with hair you know they've taken chunks out of the fringe or they've tried to layer the back and they've taken chunks out the back and things like that but that soon to be honest a couple of cuts in it's straight again but coloring they just they're just disastrous they just think it's so easy and it's not it's so technical coloring i will hold my hand up i once colored a friend a friend's hair um the ones in in the box and yeah you know we both thought this oh this is it's in a box you know what possibly can go wrong well mm. everything pretty much went wrong it, it it didn't take very well and then we did it again and then in bits it took more than other places so it was it was a very patchy purple um, yeah, and when you get a box colour, you get it off the shelf, and it depends. I mean, if you've got completely natural hair, it will probably be pretty accurate to what's on the box colour. But if you've got bleach or any other colour on your hair, it's not going to go anything like the colour it's showing on the box. And every box colour goes one shade darker at least. So right. if you get a medium brown and stick it on, you'll end up with it black. So, wow. it's, and we know, and as hairdressers, we don't know what they put in these colours. So we come to then colour hair and we can't we can't use our colors because they react badly with what's on the person's hair or it's just a no-no a big no-no to buy a box color in fact i've been going around delivering colors to my clients doors mixing them up and leaving them on the doorsteps oh wow okay well that's (laughs) that kind of makes sense in a way because you know you you don't know what what's in them and because people's hair is always different and colors are different and I mean, it's like mixing paint, isn't it? You know, if you yeah. if 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 you're mixing a colour and and one shade is slightly different than another one, you can you can never mix the same colour twice, and it's 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 very different. So if you're if you're putting it on on another colour, it's gonna have an effect. So yeah, that that does make perfect sense. Yes, yes, it's just don't go down that road. Is my biggest advice. Stay away from the colour. So is is it true that like um, when you've coloured your hair and say you go from one extreme to the other, you've got to strip it again before you can re- recolor it. It depends how drastic, you know, it's, you know, if you want to go from uh, a dark brown to a light brown, well then you just put some highlights in and gra- gradually strip it. But if you wanted to go from a, a dark brown to a platinum blonde, it takes hours. Wow. And a lot of different stages to get there. You know, it's uh, you see these stars on TV, one day the dark, one day the blonde. Well, it's not real. It, it takes hours. It takes hours and hours and hours to wow. strip the hair, and it's not good for the hair. Social media is the biggest craze at the minute, and there's, there's lots of platforms for um, people to keep in touch and to communicate and to talk. We've got the likes of Zoom, Skype, there's House Party, there's, there's other ones which are out there as well, your, your Facebook Lives and things. Have any of your clients approached you and said, Sarah, can you do a video with us? Can you do a little conference call and show us how to cut my my hair or my partner's hair? Um, up to now, no. I've had uh, clients ring asking about their husband's hair and uh, which clippers to buy and how to use the clippers and what attachment do I put on. And I've just had just today a client send me a picture of her hair that her husband's cooked and I, I must admit I did cringe a little bit on that one but uh, I did tell her how amazing it looked and uh, he was in the wrong job obviously so uh, Brilliant. but no up to now I've not talked anyone through a full haircut 
But, you know, if I needed to, I would. I mean, perhaps a fringe trim or something. Hmm. I don't think you could talk someone through because when, you, when you're picking up the hair, you're holding it all at different angles and you have tension on the hair that you pull tight and things. So I think unless it was just a, a straight along the bottom and a fringe, I don't think it'd be... I don't think you could really talk them through a hairstyle. There was actually a thing uh, in the news the other day about hair clippers have become a mass shortage. You can't seem to get them anywhere. Amazon mm. have like totally sold out. Um, and I looked looked into this because I wanted to get some. I've I've got a very fairy chihuahua. Um, <laughs> no, no, that, that's that sounds worse than what it was meant to do, and I do apologise, but but he is. He's called Arthur. He's lovely. He's just a big ball of fluff. Um, so I wanted to give him a little bit of a of a trim, um, yeah. and I cannot find hair clippers anywhere. You know, it's, no, and, it's, and they doubled in price as well initially. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, they're usually about seventy quid, and I think they've gone up to one hundred and forty because my brother lives in London, and he asked me if, about clippers. So I mean, to me. If you can just leave it and just trim around your ears, I think you'd be fine. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's the natural look. There's nothing wrong with looking well, natural. We're all the same, aren't we, at the moment? So exactly, exactly. You know, you can't go anywhere. So what what's the point in in having having a, a wonderful hairstyle? Just you know, just go go with it. Go with the flow. Go with the yes, flow. Definitely. So if somebody listening is adamant that they want to have a bash themselves. What would be the biggest and best tip you would give someone in order to get them through and make some kind of success at doing their own hair? Well, my biggest tip would be to cut the hair dry. I know hairdressers don't do this. We tend to wash the hair and cut it wet. But I would say cut the hair dry because hair, once it's dried, does spring up. So if you cut your fringe... Um, which a lot of people do, they chop the fringe along and then they come to dry the hair and it's like near the hairline. So not a good look unless you want that kind of look. Um, so my biggest tip would be to cut the hair dry. Mm, yes, because, uh, I mean, I, I didn't know this. I didn't know that your, your hair shrinks. So, I mean, I would have gone straight in with a pair of, a pair of scissors, snip, 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 mm. and then come out the other end looking uh, rather rather silly. Well, especially, and if your hair's curly, it jumps up even more. But you can hide more with curly hair. So, you know, you can hide more disasters with curly hair because it kind of does its own thing. So do you think when you go back into business and you go back um, with your clients, do you think you're going to be influxed with lots and lots of people rushing to you with disaster hairdos saying, please, Sarah, can, can you come and fix it? Can you Can you save me? Yes, I think I'll have quite a few clients that have, you know, had a good chop or had a good do. I'll, I'll also have the other ones that have never touched it because they don't. Mm. Um, but yeah, well, I think we'll, I think we'll be having some fun when we go back. <laughs> um, and as I keep saying, as long as they've not coloured it, that's fine. <laughs> yes, stay away from the colour. So if someone has chopped into their hair and they've done something a little bit wrong, does it make it more difficult for you? to correct because there's lots of different lengths and there's lots of different layers well yeah but it depends what the hairstyle is anyway because if it's layered you could probably hide a few of the chunks you know and if the hair's thick it usually hides better um it depends how many chunks and where they've taken them from really uh, it's just hair grows it will get better mm. so a couple of months down the line it'll be back to normal or they can have a short style a short style. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, have you have you ever had to shave anybody's head because they've done that much of an appalling job? 
no and i hope i never do oh well well do you know what that would definitely be be me <laughs> i i would a, a little story for you um i did once try and attempt to cut my dad's hair um and this was on christmas day uh, the christmas just gone i think it was and it, he came down and he, he said chris i'm i'm desperate need of my hair doing badly i said well come here i'm perfect at doing uh, doing hair badly so <laughs> you know come here but no i did i genuinely did and he got me a pair of scissors um, and he works in the textile trade so his scissors he brought me they were like eight inch blades mm-hmm. and i just dived straight in there and i'm chopping away <laughs> and it it wasn't that bad. It really wasn't that bad in at your all. Opinion. But in my opinion, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't me. This is what everybody says. You see, it's not that. It's just these messages I'm getting now. It's not that bad. You know, it, it actually looks quite good. Just don't look okay. closely. What would you give, like ad, advice wise? Um, what would be the best scissors for people to use? Uh, well, you can buy hairdressing scissors, and um, they're not obviously the quality probably of of. Um, professional hairdressers i mean my hairdressing scissors cost nearly 200 pounds wow. you know you don't need anything like that to use um, but you can buy hairdressing scissors online so just a decent pair of hairdressing scissors just don't use the nail scissors or the kitchen scissors you know nail scissors are curved so they're not really that good to cut straight lines so um yeah just just you know splash out on some hairdressing scissors and a decent pair of clippers but you know you're probably not going to use them again after lockdown so, so you know i mean if you're going to do it at, at least at least attempt it properly and put a little bit of thought and effort effort into it isn't it you know? usually people it's a, a whim thing oh my goodness my fringe is a bit long in the mirror tonight chop and the only thing they've got in the bathroom are nail scissors <laughs> so it's usually on a whim they don't usually plan it wow so <laughs> So just on on the topic of um like wrongs and things and the biggest mistakes you've seen what's been the worst color you've you've seen uh, someone do Um the worst color is when they try and go from uh, brown to blonde and they go to the supermarket and they buy some bleach and they put the bleach on and they strip the color but what they don't realize is when the hair's dark it strips in um layers so it goes from like the brown to a light brown to a really horrible orange and then a yellow. And they cannot get it to the colour that they want to go because the bleach they're using isn't strong enough because it's not professional bleach. And it just ends up a tangled, horrible, out-of-condition mess wow. with a horrible orange colour. And then they land up on you and say, can you help me? Uh, and then the, the hair's that bad condition normally that... It, you really do struggle. Wow, I always thought that that was a myth. I always thought that like a, a hair going orange was a myth, but obviously, oh, obviously no. not. <laughs> it's quite a common event that. Yeah, and a lot of girls would probably own up to that one. <laughs> so you 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 do cut your own hair, don't you? Obviously, you are a trained professional. You 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 can do it. Yeah, I can cut my own hair. My hair's short, and I can cut my own hair. I have highlights um, with foils, so I can't do that myself. But um, if I really, really needed to, I could put a streaking cap on and pull the streaks through. But I'm kind of just thinking that why should I? My, I think I should have dark roots like everyone else. Yeah, at the moment. well, and, that's it. You know, I just don't think it's fair that I don't. So I'm going to keep my dark roots with everybody else at the Is moment. The, I mean, why why can't it be a new fashion trend? You know, well, just, dark roots are very fashionable at the moment. You know, yeah. The ombre looks very, very fashionable. It's just that we're all going to have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been there's been a shortage of toilet roll. There's been a shortage of pasta, rice and flour. I reckon in a few weeks' time there's going to be shortage of, of hair colours, 
and hair dyes because everyone's going to be running out to go and get the hair fixed and go and go and get the hair done. And you guys are going to be, you know, work working your backsides off, fix yeah, it, fixing everybody's hair. You know, it's going to be a slow thing because we're going to have very, very, very strict guidelines, which I'm quite lucky. I work on my own, so I can do that absolutely no problem. But I do worry about these big salons with a lot of staff. Mm. It's going to be a serious, you know, hygiene well, yeah, you know, yeah. thing because, you know, all this two metres apart, we can't be two metres apart from a client. No, you so, can't, no. So, no, who knows what's going to happen. But when you look at the other countries, it's a very, very slow, stringent process and it's right and it's absolutely right that it should be correct it, it takes time and the, the only way to get through this is by letting whatever is going to happen happen and 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 get there eventually it's, it's better getting there eventually than rushing there and then in another couple of weeks we're back to square yeah, one again it'll close this down again which is we don't want that and and also i don't think a lot of the vulnerable people will be able to still go to the hairdressers yet mm. i think they're going to be a bit you know i don't want clients that are unwell coming you know that have underlying conditions coming to me mm, you know of i course. don't want to be responsible to pass anything on to them so they're going to be a long time before they get back i think of course and like Will it affect you being able to do home visits and things? Is that is that off the cards for you as well? Um, I wouldn't go to anyone's home, because not now, not with this situation. No, um, I don't. I'm not a mobile hairdresser generally, anyway. Um, unless people have been unwell or they can't drive, or I have popped round to do it. But no, I will know in my salon that my salon is immaculately clean and it's disinfectanted and every, after every client it will be and you know so I wouldn't want to put myself in danger going in anyone else's home mm. to be fair or me taking anything into them so of course yeah no I won't be going to anyone's houses I'm I've got a little question a little question has just sprung into my mind um and with you living on a farm and you are being in the uh, lambing lambing season when it comes round to the, mm -hmm. the the taskful job of shearing the sheep, does that fall on you because of of, of your of your of your background? No. Uh, luckily, no. That that's a that's its own profession and its own right. They are amazing. When they the guy comes to shear the sheep, they are so fast and so amazing. They soon get the wool off the sheep. You know, if I could work that quick. <laughs> and, th and there's me thinking you'd have you'd have that job, and there's there's a field full of sheep somewhere that I've got wonderful permanent sets and nice little highlights. Because you... no, I'm, I'm I'm really sorry to disappoint you, but I do have a little dog. I have a little cavapoo that gets on, he's had a bath and a trim this week. So uh, and I don't usually do him. So uh, yeah, he's had a little trim this week. So <laughs> no, I definitely don't do the sheep. How do you how do you find? kind of doing that with with your dog because at the minute my one of one of my chihuahuas arthur he he, he needs his nail, nails clipping and you can do anything to him other than clip clip his nails they don't like the feet being touched do they mind my little one doesn't either but you've just got to be careful with the nails you don't go too far to the wick don't you and then they bleed so I think we do have some animal nail clippers, so it, it, Bertie's need needs doing as well, really. But um, doing a bit at a time. I did his face this week, so I'll I'll carry on doing. Well, I think I think I might have to try that as well. You know, a little bit at a time. I mean, Arthur likes his food, so we've even tried to bribe him with with food and we hold him, but still, no, he cottons onto it. But I did see something on Facebook the other day. And it was a little video, and it was a tutorial how to cut, how to trim your dog's nails during lockdown. 
And what they did is they wrapped them in like a towel. So they like make a make a sling and each pole comes out of each kind of side and you scoop them up in this towel, give them something at the front to distract them and they just hang in there and apparently they feel relaxed and you can get there and you can so I might I might give that a try. Give it a go. Nothing like make make a little a little hammock out of a towel. Yeah, let me know if it works. <laughs> I will do indeed, I will do because you know, it, oh, it, it is. It's such a. It's a stressful. It's a stressful thing. Yeah, very stressful. Because so. you don't want to upset <laughs> them either, do you? Just before we wrap up and say our goodbyes and go, because this is this has been. Re- I've learned a lot from this, you know, because I was getting to the point where I'm thinking, right, I might just have to give myself a bit of a trim, just a bit of a tidy up. But you know, I'm not going to bother because. No. I, I think I think I'd rather just leave it now because uh, I'd, I'd 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 do something wrong. I'd I'd be one of those those people where I'd start doing something and it wouldn't quite match the other side, so I'd so do it a bit going. shorter yeah. and keep going and keep going. And then before I know it, I've I've got a skinhead. But you created your own style, so you're unique. <laughs> well, there you go. that's it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. It's all it's all about being different, isn't it? Of course. Well, it's been lovely having a chat with you, Sarah, and uh, and enlightening enlightening us on the the wonders of um cutting hair and things and uh, i for one will not be attempting it so just before we do wrap up and go would you advise a yes or a no on people wanting to cut their own hair i wouldn't say yes or no i would say if you really feel that it's that bad give it a go give it you give yourselves a trim on dry hair don't take too much off um and just go with it if you can wait for your hairstylist that's great but you know what are we now we're six weeks in we could be another six weeks so there's going to be a lot of um you know looking like cousin it aren't the very short <laughs> yes shortly. there is oh there is so, there you know, is if you want to cut your fringe hair grows right unless you're bold and you're a man hair grows so i won't worry about it too much don't stress about it we just don't take too much off just do a little bit of time on dry hair and dry and hair hopefully you shouldn't be too you shouldn't be too bad <laughs> <laughs> brilliant well thank you very much is there anything you want you want to say add some shout outs some mentions uh, no not really i just thank you for asking me to come on and hairdressing is a wonderful job it's a very sociable job and it's you know i think people are probably realizing now it's not just cutting hair when you try and cut your own hair or cull your own hair we are professionals um, you know, I mean, I've been hairdressing a long, long time. I've done loads and probably hundreds of thousands of colours and I learn, I'm still learning as I go along. So, you know, just be accepting that hairdressers are very professional. And I think this lockdown might have made people just realise how important hairdressers are. They keep saying we're not essential workers, but I think a lot of people actually think we are essential workers. No, of course. And I can't wait course. for myself to go back to work. I miss it dreadfully. I miss my clients. I miss talking. I miss everything about it. So, but no, just thanks. Thanks for having me on today. No problem at all. Thank you. No, but you know, hairdressing is a, is a very it's a very sociable thing, anyway, isn't isn't it? I mean, very, and that's what a lot of clients will be missing too, talking to their hairdresser. There's lots of people out there who who don't always have interaction, and so no. when they go and go to their hair salon, and they've got someone to talk to, you know, it's it's, you it's wonderful. Of, I have made. I have made it a thing while I've been off that every day I ring a couple of clients and I have like 10 minute chat with them because some people don't see anyone all day. You know, I mean, I have a family, but I don't see any of them. In fact, I've taken to talking to myself. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's all going badly quite, wrong. Quite, quite often the best way. You get, you get the best answers if you do that. Yeah, 
it's true. You get your own way. Well, it's been it's been lovely, <laughs> lovely speaking with you. Thank you. No doubt our paths will cross very soon yeah. because we we, we we do share a like a, a mutual connection, don't we? Where, where I work, I, I found out today, uh, talking to you beforehand, that you've actually been in shows in the theatre where I work. Yeah, and it was the first time I'd been in that little theatre and I thought it was absolutely was gorgeous. I thought it was a lovely ah. theatre. Um, and just, you know, it'd be lovely when you're back on your feet and you're back open again. Indeed. Well, hopefully it, it, it shouldn't be too long, but... Um, you know, you, you guys were actually the last people to be we on the were. stage before we closed. Yeah, we, we just got it in, didn't we? Yes. We were very lucky. Yes. Yeah, and I enjoyed every Indeed. minute of it. It was fantastic. Good. And thanks very to Miss Janet for putting my name forward for yes, this. Yes, big shout out to Miss Janet. Big shout out to Miss Janet. She's a great Miss Janet. She is, and <laughs> she's been posting lots of posts on Facebook of, of, of cakes and I've been very jealous. Oh, well, that's all these All these cakes have baking. been popping up. Oh, Lots yes. of baking. Da- dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Very. <laughs> you know, people are leaving this this lockdown. Um, you know, either hunky because they've been working out, chunky because they've been eating too much, yeah. or drunk because they've been drinking too much. <laughs> and you I've know, done all three, uh, so there you go. Yes, I have. I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving a hunky, chunky drunk. <laughs> well, look after yourself, Sarah. Yeah, Take care. You too, Chris. Thanks very Thanks much. Thanks again. Bye. I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you very much, Sarah, for that. I have learnt a lot during that little podcast there. One thing that I will definitely not be doing is attempting to cut my own hair because it is just a disaster waiting to happen. Now, because I love a good laugh and I have a very dark and possibly some might say sick and twisted sense of humour, I really want to see more of these DIY disaster hairdos. So if you know anybody, or yourself maybe, who has had a bit of a bad do with your do-it-yourself at-home hairdo, then do get in touch because I'd love to have a chat with you. Or if you want to, just share a picture with me so I can have a laugh and a giggle. Thanks again, Sarah, for getting involved. I wish you all the best of luck with your lambing season as well and all your little animals. Because we often don't realise just how much animals possibly could be suffering during this lockdown because we're too focused on ourselves and we do forget about the little animals in life. But that's another podcast maybe. I can have a chat to someone about animals. What are they doing? Is there any vets out there who might be wanting to come forward and have a chat? That's a good one. Let's have a chat with the vet. Right, I will go and put pen to paper and see what I can come up with. If there is any vets out there listening to this and you want to have a chat, come and tell me your story. I'd love to hear from you. Keep supporting each other. Keep supporting the NHS. Keep clapping on a Thursday night at 8pm. Keep being safe. Keep being careful. But most importantly, keep washing those hands. (laughs) 